Uh huh, yeah. Uh huh, yeah. Uh huh, yeah. Uh huh, yeah. Had to give y'all a little puffy this morning. P. Diddy. Uh huh, yeah. Tiptoe. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> hey. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I said good morning because I'm recording this actually this morning. It is what? Fri- Friday? Friday, December 1st. Uh, it is right now. It's like 6 o'clock. I got to get this to you by 7. It's no rush, but. You know, I didn't want to let another week go by without putting out an episode. Um, Last week was the holiday. Last week was Thanksgiving. Shout out to everybody that had time to spend time, that had the opportunity to spend time with their families. Um, All the guys out there holding it down around all the crazy holiday madness. Um, there's a lot I can say about that, but I, I'll, I'll save that for another episode. We have a long holiday season. But, you know, it's holiday time. You know, you walk into the store, it's Christmas music. You know, every commercial is, let's buy a new Lexus with the bow on it, you know, because it's holiday time. Um, you know, it's definitely, we're, we're in that place. You know, on the East Coast, it's still like 55 degrees, which is crazy. On December 1st, I think the high today is 53 in dc um so it definitely doesn't feel like that in the weather but we don't you know we're in that season um but you know it it would be it would be crazy for me to have this podcast called the idea of manhood right um and not talk about at least on some level you know what's been happening in the news for the past what like three months with the sexual assault and the inappropriate behavior wars um now you know i've had episodes this season where we talked about uh empathy and trash and we talked about you know um the beginning of the at the beginning of this kind of trend right now and i have a lot to talk about today and i'm trying to do better making the the podcast more succinct and more streamlined and following like a general theme but there's just so much i can't it's just so much i mean um and i'm going to stand on this and i'm going to continue to say it when it comes to men and how we treat others and how we treat other men how we treat Uh, You know, of course, in this situation, women, how we treat children, how we treat um, people that are perceived to be less powerful, quote unquote, whatever that means or whatever in whatever, you know, whatever angle you're looking at. uh, I, I stand on that. We're having the wrong conversations like we're still not addressing the root cause of all of these, you know, sexual assault inappropriate behavior stuff right you know 
it's so crazy because you know is you know yesterday it was Russell Simmons the day before that it was Matt Lauer you know the day before that it was this person's that person and we see all these names right so clearly the the people that we hold in whatever regard the men that we hold in whatever regard you know their behavior is problematic right of course and they have to be addressed on some level but like, what are we learning from this? Like, what is the outcome? Like these people lose their jobs, right? We don't see them on TV anymore, right? They go away for a couple weeks. They're gonna come back in a couple months, write a book about it, end up hosting SNL, and it's gonna be all good. We're gonna chuckle it off, right? You know, but the conversations I'm having, like, you know, of course in, in you know, whether it's with family or colleagues or with close friends, the conversations we're having behind closed doors are like they're so it's it's so complicated and so you know there's so many layers to this conversation that's not being had on any real level. I mean, it's happening, but it's not happening in terms of what what we see when we turn on TV, when we turn on the news, when we're on our when we're on our phones, like the things that we see when it comes to sexual assault and inappropriate behavior is all like this person was caught, this person was fired, this person's out of here. So it's like to me, it's still being swept under the rug, just in a different way, like just a different rug. Like we're finding it under this rug, we're sweeping it out into the middle of the of the floor and then we're sweeping it under another rug like we're not actually throwing it away you know you know when you sweep like you sweep the whole area and you bring all the dust and the dirt and the cheerios and the grapes <laughs> in the middle of the floor right that's how we sweep we sweep everything we put it in the middle of the floor and we see it we're like damn it was dirty in here right now what normal people do when they finish sweeping is they sweep it up they put it in the dustpan and then they dump it in the trash and then we throw the trash away, right? I feel like what we're doing is we're just taking the dirt, we're bringing it, bringing it out into the middle of the floor and then putting it somewhere else, like, but not throwing it away. We're just like shifting the dirt from one place to the next. So we know that these people are being exposed. These men are being exposed for their actions and you know, then we see them getting fired. Then we see them stepping down before they can get fired. Now, these are all people that have their own empires, that have their own, you know, they're not going to be struggling for money. So, okay, it's not about money. It's not about, okay, we're going to make them poor. Like, it's about we're not going to see them anymore. We're just going to put them underneath another rug. Like, just, we don't want to see them anymore. But what are we like? What are we learning from that? I don't care about. I don't want to say that. I don't, I don't. I wanted to say I don't care about their behavior, like what they're doing after they're fired. But we should, right? Like, what are they learning from that? What are we learning from that? What are regular guys like me that don't have that level of power learning from all of this? Because if we're taking the knee-jerk reaction that that we're seeing on TV, it's gonna go like this because I know men, you know men, like a lot of the way that we process information is really black and white, it's right and wrong. And what I'm seeing in 
the way that these cases are being handled is that there's no gray like or you will not have time to explain your gray so that means for me if i see a colleague of mine if i see a friend that looks nice i'm not going to compliment her because like we can't do that like that my I, I don't want any problems you know what i'm saying like that's how like that's how a lot of guys i know that i talk to are process like hey you know we can't say nothing to women no more like you know if they're struggling with something you're not going to go help her out because something might happen you know and that's wrong like i don't care what anybody says that is not the way i think we should be handling this it's gonna be like this oh hey if you're struggling, you know, if someone's having a bad day or if if somebody looks nice, your friend like, oh, you know, you look nice, it's nice dress. Nope, I'm not saying nothing. I'm like, yo, you look trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know. That That's a very simplified and immature way of handling it. But I also think that the way that we're handling it publicly with these powerful guys is simplified and immature. I really do. Um there absolutely should be ramifications to this behavior. Um, but I almost feel like, you know, I'm an educator at heart, you know, husband, writer, educator, whatever, father, MC, you know, my little five mics thing, right? Um, but I feel like when these dudes are found out, when, when their behavior is exposed, they should keep their jobs they should come into whatever arena they're in, right? So if it's Matt Lauer, you're going to fire him and not allow him to not give his side of the story, but how powerful could it be? I don't, I don't know for sure, and I'm just really thinking out loud. I'm just brainstorming. How powerful would it be for him to go back on the Today Show and be like, yo, this is what I did, and to go up there with, a counselor and and record it you know yeah it sounds a little cheesy but go up to like yo this is what i did I, I i gave sex toys to um to some employees why matt like why the fuck would you do that well you know we had this playful banter in the office and you know because that's real that's real life that's things that everyday people men and women go through you know you have these sexual undertones when people work in close spaces it happens all the time you know sometimes say oh you know about her you know and conversation shift that's real life so you bring matt in front of nbc and you have real unscripted conversation where matt is forced to address his inappropriate behavior and there could be men and women involved in the conversation publicly where people can call in i don't know like i just think that the whole like get exposed get fired and never hear from them again what are we learning from that right we're supposed to be learning from this men and women and children are supposed to be learning from this so my son comes in because that morning you know, when we woke up and got the tweet that Matt Lauer was fired, we watched the Today Show every morning and have for the past a long time. Like, my grandmother watched the Today Show with Brian Gumble, and I continued, you know, so when I got the tweet, I was like, whoa! And my son runs up, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, God, like, I got to explain this now. All right, uh, you know, Matt Lauer, who was this, 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 got fired from his job, okay? He's at like, why? Why did he get fired? I'm like, oh. 
Um, well, uh, Matt Lauer, um, he had some inappropriate, uh, behavior towards women at work. Huh? What's that? You know, like, uh, right now? Uh, okay. Uh, well, he, he was, and, and at that point, we didn't know. All we see is the headline, Matt Lauer fired inappropriate behavior towards women, inappropriate sexual behavior. So I said, you know, he was... He had inappropriate sexual behavior with uh, some of his colleagues. Then I get the blank stare. He's like, okay. You know, and then walks out. But it's like, what? Like, what, what What? can I do with that moment? You know, it's not a teaching moment. There's nothing to teach. We don't know anything. All we see is the reaction. All we see is the response. And I don't think that's a great way for men to learn whatever or women to learn whatever because i do think i'm still one of the dinosaurs that think apparently that men and women have something to learn with all of this stuff going on it's not just a man problem there was a time when i you know i kind of had that mentality like you know the whole men can stop rape uh ideology like i believe that men can stop rape like Men are one of the factors that can stop rape, right? We know that. That's a fact. Um, but I also think there's just so much, there's so many variables to uh, to what can cause these situations and what can end these situations, right? For us to be more careful, all of us, we all have to come to the table. We all have to have this conversation we're not having it we're scared to have it you know because when i don't say woke men when men that are aware when men that are emotionally intelligent have these conversations around women in this climate they're jumped on they're you know they're they're not attacked because that's that's it's not attacked but it's like and I'm saying we because it's been me. Like, I've been in a lot of environments where I'm just like, man, this is crazy. And I'm talking to women. I'm trying to process it and have a conversation. And the conversation is so one-sided. And it's just like, you all, y'all need to do this. And y'all been doing this forever. And men, 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 it's all your fault. And I'm like, yeah, it, it is. Like, a lot of it is our fault, right? And in this environment, whatever environment that is, whether it's work, whether it's friends, whether it's on a group chat whatever it is it's like i can take that i'm strong enough to take that like i can you know i could i could process information in that way and be like you know this is hurting people like all the the whole me too campaign right all of those women that shared publicly that they have been impacted by whether it's rape sexual assault you know cat calling or whatever like clearly there's a level of hurt that permeates through so much it impacts so many women and a lot of their hurt is on the hands of men right so of course there's hurt so of course if you're a man in that environment and you're like coming up and trying to have a you know a regular conversation or address it in what seems to be a common sense way like of course you're not going to get that, oh, sure, let's sit down and talk about it. Like, you're going to get anger. You're going to get frustration. You're going to get disappointment. You're going to get, like, you know, you're going to get fear. You're going to get all of these things. And, you know, 
like I said last time, if men are able to show vulnerability in those moments, then you can have those conversations. If you're emotionally intelligent enough, you can have those conversations. But the thing is, 98% of this country, now let me stop. 64% of this country is not emotionally intelligent enough to have this conversation. And that's men and women, right? We can't just, we can't believe all you all, you know, all the feminists, all the black Twitter, all the woke Twitter, all the natural Twitters, like you cannot believe that men are the only one out here being insensitive and emotionally unintelligent. Like you cannot believe that. That's ridiculous. Like we know that men have a part to play in how we're processing this information and that women have a part to play with how we're processing this information. And the better way to move forward, right, and to fix and to address and to change behavior and to change outlook is to do this together, right? And to do it in a way where, yes, yeah, some feelings might be hurt, some feelings might be, you know, some people might like learn and twist and pivot and like whenever there's any kind of change and national push or even behind the scenes push there's gonna be some pain right we know that we know how change happens it doesn't happen overnight right we know that we gotta bring people together and in this case it's men and it's women and we have to sit down and we have to be able to have conversations that are, you know, that are hard, that are, um, that are vulnerable. We have to have those vulnerable conversations. You know, men have to come to the table and say, you know what? I've been in situations where I've catcalled or, you know, I inappropriately touched a woman, you know, in this environment or that environment. You know, we have to be, men have to be vulnerable enough in this situation, in these conversations to say, you know, I've done these things. And in the moment, I didn't know. Or in the moment, not even a lack of judgment, because that's a, that's a PR phrase. Like I was, I wasn't thinking like I, I was just acting. I was acting off of primal urges. I, you know, I, I, I was blinded by. And, and this is the part of the conversation I know we're not having because no one has talked about that I've, that I've heard. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe this isn't it at all. But, like, when men are talking about, you know, their behaviors over time from the time when they were middle school, high school, college, you know, life thereafter, like, no one's talking about the, the physical aspect of this, right? Like, the, 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 the biological ass no one's like it has to start there right why are men doing this because men want sex because men see beautiful women and they don't know what to do they don't know they aren't taught or we aren't we've never had to feel me you understand what i'm saying like men have never had to or never have been taught to uh provide no it's not we've never been taught to um help me help me um to filter dang it that's not the right word but go with me here right men have never had to like go from seeing something and going to it right 
like the caveman mentality, like the way that our, our genetics and the way that our biological urges are set up, the way that our testosterone is set up, the way that like we're socialized in this country, like as men and boys to like conquer and go in and be aggressive and right so we're working against all this biology stuff and all this nature versus nurture stuff like the conversation to me if we're real if we're being very honest it has to start there that in these moments when men are making inappropriate jokes or doing inappropriate things or touching inappropriately or catcalling it's because we love women right and not we don't love women for your soul and because you're so amazing and you're so patient like we love your bodies we objectify like come on now like we gotta have these conversations we love watching you walk away like we love like we love like your hair you're so soft and like like we those are the conversations that we have we have to start from the root cause right Right? No? Like, am I missing this? I'm, I haven't heard anybody talk about sex or, uh, or, 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 or the fact that, you know, physical attraction. And what do men do when they're physically attracted? No one's taught us how to do these things. I'm saying us. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking about myself. I don't even know how, you know, I'll tell you. Like, don't, don't take the narrative for me i'll tell you exactly like what i was taught and what i what i've done like i have absolutely no uh shame in my game or in the way that i was brought up in the way that i developed as a man me personally like i have absolutely no shame you know have i made mistakes of course like if you are listening to this if you're a man or a woman and you expect me to believe that you haven't made any mistakes when it comes to how you interact with men if you're a woman or with men if you're with women if you're a man or with the opposite sex or with the sex that you're attracted to cuz don't get it twisted like women are doing this to women too men are doing this to men too this is a people like this is a this is a a, a, a holistic no that's not the right word this is a like all-encompassing human a human issue <clears throat> and it start like it just starts to me from such a ground level that when you get to the point of these guys you know these Matt Lowers these Russell Simmons these Bill Cosby's these Harvey Weinstein these Louis CK's these you know when you get to this level like these guys, everybody's like, oh, they're men in power. They have access to this. They have access to that. No, stupid. No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And every man, every regular guy like me that just has, you know, does regular shit. Like, we know, like, no, dumbass. Like, that's not it. It's not their level of power. It's not that they have millions of dollars. It's because at some level, on some level, all of this behavior has been okay for every man for hundreds of years. All of this behavior. That's how your mom was, uh, that's how your dad got your mom. Whoever's listening, like right now. Like, based on what we're seeing right now, your dad probably inappropriately 
approached your mom because that's just like what does it look like I don't, I don't know because every relationship okay I'm not even going to relationship I'm not even going to stop that drop that point but you know what I'm saying I, I, I honestly 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 believe that we are missing the mark we're missing a moment um, to have these conversations there are ways that you know there's sex education in school where they talk about the biology of you know puberty and this and the penis and the vagina and testosterone and estrogen and you know they go into the very physical aspects of of of, of childbirth and you know biology like to me if we're really serious about addressing this you know, we change some of the curriculum of sex education and we start focusing on relationships. We start talking about like, you know, how boys and girls treat each other when they're 10 and 11 and 12 and 13 and there's hormones and boys are seeing breasts for the first time and girls are seeing little chest fake abs for the first time and when boys voices start changing and girls butts start growing like what do you do then like how do you like how do you how do you process that because i remember so well being 11 and 12 years old and all my homegirls i was playing with that was cool and we was climbing the tree and running and playing tag and racing and all that stuff i remember when their body started changing like oh what wait Hold on, what's going on? And I remember, like, you know, I just remember those things. And that happened as children. Children who each child has a set of parents that enforced or reinforced that behavior. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I just, uh, if I had the opportunity, you know, I'd really, I'd really sit down and and talk about developing a curriculum or curriculums or different ways of addressing what's happening nationally at the school level now i know all of our problems can't be fixed in the school i got that's something i deal with at work every day you know we go into these schools and we see all these news reports about schools that are underperforming or because uh, you know for whatever reason and, and, and like we know the complexities of the community around the school, but we want to blame and put all the ownership on the school. And that's not what I'm saying for this. But I think that we have opportunities for for our young people to have conversations early on, you know, maturity matched conversation, you know, to meet students where they're where they're at to really start having real you know, unadulterated, honest conversations about like when you're in ninth grade and you dance with a girl and things happen to your body as a little boy. You know, as a 13, 14 year old, you go to a dance, a little girl brushes up against you. That's biology. You can't turn that off. What do you do with that? Because in those moments, a 13-year-old like, hey, girl, what? come here. Like, let, let me feel that again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, So that feeling, like, 
grows as you get older. And I know that men are just, we're just learning as it goes. Like, we're just figuring it out how to deal with all that. You know what I'm saying? You know, we know how men communicate generation to generation. Not at all. <laughs> we know that that doesn't really happen in the same way that, you know, mothers communicate with their daughters and aunts and grandmas. Like, there's this little bit more community base in terms of what you're going to experience as a woman, especially when it comes to men. That's just what I see. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a woman. I don't know. But just what I see is that women are kind of taught and trained like, all right, when it comes to men and boys or whatever, here's what you should do. Here's what you shouldn't do. You need to cover up, put a shirt you know, let cover your butt a little bit because, you, know, you know, boys, we're just not having that conversation. So when we see men with $100,000 billion and they're doing these things, we're like, oh, my God, I'm so surprised. No one should be surprised because, like, who raised you? Like, what's his name said? Like, uh, that community, like, who are raising all of us? Our parents. And they dealt with it. And their parents dealt with it. And their parents dealt with it in a time where you couldn't even talk to boys and girls in school to say, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I This is not what I was going to talk about today. I promise you I had a much better topic. I guess I have to wait for that. Um, not better. I mean, let me stop. I didn't have a better topic. I had a different topic uh, that I really wanted to. Uh, damn, I want to talk about that. I might just go ahead and record it now and save it for next. Anyhow, whatever. Um, anyhow, I, you know, I, I didn't want to go this route again, um, kind of talking about the sexual assault stuff and, you know, but, 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 um, I, I this issue is so pervasive amongst everything that we do and see that this pop. Like my podcast, this podcast is, I don't even know. Like it, it feels like such a drop in the bucket because I think I feel like men really, I, I do. I, I want to take something back because I said, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I want to take it back. I just want to restate. Like when I said it before, like men, it's not just men that can stop rape or stop these things. I think before I was like, oh no, it's both of us. It, it, it is both of us. I, I'm not going to fall back on that. It is both of us. But I think that, and this is just me thinking off the top, freestyling. I think that men, I don't know. I feel like we have the keys. Like we, we just know things differently. Like, especially when it comes to like how other men, like that's why we don't want, you know, when, when we get older and we have daughters, like we know too much, like, we don't want our, like, we have daughter, like, oh, God. You know, that, that's why a lot of those men, you know, a lot of those guys that were wild in, in high school and college, they have daughters, like, oh, man, karma. Because you know what you did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, so men know these things. And I think we have a, a perspective and a voice in here that we're not flexing. We're not flexing our voice in this big conversation the way that it, sh that it the way that it should be. So that that's why I'm saying I I decided to stay on this topic today in the podcast because this is just me flexing my voice and trying to you know whoever the the, the two people that listen to this podcast if they go away and they talk to their kids they talk to their uncles or brothers or fathers or boyfriends or husbands or whatever and they're like yo 
talk to me about it. like how did you like you know because it might have some implications if men and women have these conversations more freely it might have implications about what you do next what you do when you're in that next situation you know if you're in you know if you're at the club if you're out on the street and you might be with your wife. You might be with your significant other. You might be with your girl. And you see somebody with a see-through dress on. Or you see somebody with, you know, uh, with whatever. Whatever. And it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be uh, explicit. It doesn't have to be, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be like ass out, tits out. Like it doesn't have to be like that. I hate saying that. But it, it could be anything. It could be whatever you're attracted to what are you gonna do how how are we teaching our 17 year old boys to engage in a situation where they're around a lot of people they're attracted to so it sounds simple right it sounds like uh why do we have like but that's where all of this stems from you know how are we teaching our boys to engage with sex and with physical attraction and with like what do you do when like again this is the conversation what do you do when you're horny when you want to have sex when you have biological impulses and urges and you can't what do you do so i think women because y'all are wired they're like oh just suck it up like just go masturbate like whatever hold it in like be strong like it's and that's when I know y'all y'all just dumb. Y'all not having the right, y'all don't even know. Yeah, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you just need to teach the boys to keep it in their pants. Like, okay, go sit over there. Go watch Young and the Restless. Because what we're talking about, and this is why I say men have the keys, because we have to teach our, we have to have those hard conversations. Listen, son, when you get to be 13, your little wee-wee is going to get hard, and you're going to have impulses to do certain things. You have to control your wee-wee, control yourself by doing this, this, and this. You got to be able to, you know, yo, go into another room, figure this out, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can't, like, just put it in your pants. You, know, you just got to control yourself. It's just... Verbally, yeah, okay, yeah, just control yourself. But how do you do that in action? And these are the conversations that I no one has ever had those conversations with me as a young kid. I've never had those conversations with other young kids, you know, even though I talk with young boys all the time about sex. And, you know, to me, that's where the conversation has to start. Root cause, back down to the bottom. Like, we got to look at what's happening with these uh, in these situations, how we're learning these behaviors. But I gotta go, y'all. I said I was trying to be succinct and short and nice, and I and I and I lost it. I didn't do that. But uh, as always, <clears throat> thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it's your boy. This is this is the idea of manhood. Wherever you're listening to it, comment on it, share it. You know, send it around. Let's start this conversation. If we're really real about ending this or 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 like if we're really serious about addressing all of these issues you know for real for real sexual assault rape relationships because this is all it's all about relationships it's all about how we're relating to other people then you know spread this share the word talk to 
talk to your sons and daughters about this explicitly. Don't think they can't handle it. You got to talk about it. You got to talk about it now when they're four and five and seven and nine and 10 and 15 and 18 and 21. You got to talk to your 21 year old sons about this. You got to talk to your 23 year old daughters about what's going on out there in these streets. All right, I'm done preaching. I'll talk to y'all later. It's the Idea of Manhood. It's your boy, Five Mikes. Husband, father, educator, writer, and single microphone gives me wings. I'll have y'all later. Peace.